Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome, welcome, welcome to Daring Dialogues. I'm your host today, Shantae Charles, and today is Monday Motivation, Motivation Monday, Mindset Monday. I tell you, there is a lot happening in the world, so let's get into it. Uh, we're doing a short show today, so I'm not going to be talking or reading very long, um, but there has been a lot happening. So let's start with uh sunday morning out of texas um pastor joel olstein's church had a church shooting now it pretty much went under the radar a little bit because everybody was into the super bowl hype and so um that was a pretty tragic thing that happened and maybe there'll be more news or more traction on it this morning. Um, but there was a church, there was a shooting at his church. The woman came in with a child. And um, they said she had a long gun and a trench coat on. And she began firing. Two off-duty police officers were there at his services. And both of them returned fire unaliving her and I believe injuring the child in the process and another and a um, member of the church I believe was also shot um those who were there proceeded to say that she said she had a bomb and that she took out something and sprayed it into the atmosphere before they took her out um obviously it's still a developing news story but that has got to be pretty horrifying and pretty terrifying and pretty shocking. Um, the other thing that people were a little disturbed by was it happened in between his services. It happened in between his English service and his Spanish service. And so they don't know if it was targeted. But one of the things that came out of the pastor's mouth was, "We're I'm so glad it didn't happen in my first service. Because can you imagine how horrible that would be? Sir, <laughs> um, this is unfortunately why people are losing faith in faith spaces. Um, and so my prayers go to everybody who was affected and impacted by that event. And I'm just going to continue to say that if you are choosing to attend in-person services, number one, you might have to, if you're in a state that allows you to conceal carry, you might have to conceal carry um, because times are getting really wild. And um, just keep your, keep your eyes open, pay attention, um, know your safety exits. 
I know these are not things that you want to think about when you're going into safe spaces, but really once you go out into the public, no, no place is off limits anymore. So you just have to keep that in mind. Same thing with school buildings. No place is really off limits anymore. Um, it used to be a time where people would not enter a school or they would not, um, you know, enter a grocery store to do you harm or they would not enter a religious uh, setting to do you harm. But as we can see over the past decade, that has just kind of simply gone out of the window. So if you're still planning on being in physical spaces for lengths of time, pay attention and you might have to legally arm yourself. All right. Um, and then what else happened? There was a Nigerian, the CEO of a Nigerian bank and his entire family, unfortunately, um, dealt with a plane crash. They were on their way to the Super Bowl and they dealt with a plane crash and everybody in that crash did not make it. So him, his wife, I believe, two children, two pilots, and one other person that has not been named. Um, this is going to impact the banking system in Nigeria. Um, they were not required to have a black box inside of their helicopter. So there's a possibility that no one may actually find out for sure what happened. We also learned about the, um, the military flight that was out in the same area in California. That plane went down in inclement weather. Five Marines did not make it out. Um, so condolences go out to all of those families. Um, I want to make sure there's nothing else. But these were kind of some, oh, and the other thing, um, while the Super Bowl was happening, uh, the people that were, were told to move south in the midst of the conflict happening in that place that is geopolitically named Middle East, um, they descended um, U.S.-backed forces, descended on mainly women and children that they had told to go south and, you know, cornered them basically in a, in an area that they really couldn't get out of. And they descended on them and they began dropping bombs. Um, so there are more people, unfortunately, unalived. And our president put out a Twitter statement that was very evil and insensitive. There's no, really no other way around saying that. Um, but I think it says something about our country when the only two options we have for the upcoming election is a president who is appearing to be senile, though they will not confirm that, and one who is a known despot, which has been confirmed by all of his indictments. <laughs> um, so that kind of tells you where we are in this country. We don't have very many options when it comes to country national leadership. It is still important to vote um, down ballot when it comes to your local elections. So I'm always going to encourage that. Um, 
But in the next four years, you want to be thinking about how can I protect my family from the despotism, the lawlessness that is more than likely headed our way, regardless of which one of them is president. Because if you will sort of celebrate the fact that um, children are being genocided, you will celebrate that in another country. What do you have planned for the next four years in this country with people that you don't intend to give repair to, that you're tired of them really talking about needing repair? So I need us to actually uh, wake up a little bit more and pay attention to what is happening in the world. So what is my mo Monday motivation? My Monday motivation is to make sure that I have a plan to secure my property and my persons. Because the next four years is going to be something. And I don't think it's going to be good, especially for black Americans. Um, we already see what's happening with immigration. Um, we see how they're trying to flood certain cities to cause tension between ethnicities um, when it comes to um, immigration and when it comes to the distribution of resources. You're sending people into spaces that already have a dearth of resources and now you are stirring up conflict between people who are already under-resourced and people you're bringing in and resourcing them over the people who are already under-resourced. That's what you call economic hitmenning. That's what you call creating storms in certain cities. You're creating the, the conflict. Um, and so we know our country is not above doing that, right? So we have to be smart. You got to be smart in this day and age. All right. One reading for today, and then I'm going to open it up for conversation. I'm reading from the book, Who Did It First? And probably next Monday, we'll be looking at another book because we're in Black History Month. I will come back to this book um, to look at some other persons, but all of the other persons in here are not Black American. So their accomplishments are awesome. We just will not be talking about them this month. Ava DuVernay, the first African-American woman to direct a film nominated for the Academy Award for Best Picture, 2015. Now, mind you, the motion picture industry uh, has, been, has been in operation since the early 1900s. So think about that. 2015 is taking them to get a just a nomination <laughs> for best picture 2015. Ava says, if your dream is only about you, it's too small. During her summer vacations, Ava DuVernay would visit the childhood home of her stepfather in Alabama, not far from the town of Selma. In 1965, African-Americans led by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. began the march for civil rights there. King and his supporters were met with police brutality, but the media attention ultimately pressured President Lyndon Johnson 
into signing the Voting Rights Act later that year. Ava's stepfather told her about how he witnessed the marches firsthand as a child. As Ava listened, she thought about how stories like her stepfather's made history feel more human. As an adult, Ava began a career in Hollywood helping promote other people's movies. Over time, she thought about the stories that she wanted to see that were not being made into movies. One day, she decided she would make them herself. For me to pick up a camera as a black woman who did not go to film school, this is a testament to whatever path you're on right now is not necessarily the path you have to stay on, Ava has said. After each of her projects wrapped up, more people took notice of her talent. Today, Ava has accomplished many firsts, including becoming the first black woman to lead a feature film with a budget of over $100 million. In 2015, she was also the first African-American woman to direct a film nominated for a Best Picture Academy Award. It was the first major film about Martin Luther King Jr. and his fellow activists. That movie was called Selma. Since then, Ava DuVernay has created a company called Array, which actually helps to um, employ black people in the film industry in different positions. So first assistants, uh, personal assistants, cameramen, techs, actors, extras, all of that. Um, she has created a company to help get more of them employed within the field and selected. Um, so she is doing a great, great work. Um, I do have more Black History Month um, presentations and videos and encouragement for you located on Black Table Talk, our Facebook page. So if you want more Black History Month content, go to Facebook, find our page, Black Table Talk, click on the follow and click on the star and make us one of your favorite pages. And that way you will not miss the content that is coming out there on a regular basis. I post there, I make about 500 posts a month. So um, that page is pretty um, content heavy. If you're looking for anything to do with black history, black facts, black business, black people, current events is uh, located on that page. We also have a history page specifically dedicated to African-American history, and that is called Historical African-American Images. You too can find that on Facebook. All right, we've got about 15 minutes today, so I'm going to open it up for some conversation, um, and let's go. If you are listening by Google Play, Spotify, I want to thank you for your time and attention just a heads up, Spotify is changing its platform, and we will try to keep you informed as we know more about that podcasting change and shift. Thank you so much for your time and attention. Remember, light is the most daring opposition to darkness, so continue to go out and be light.